0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.
1: The national crisis management team has been put in place to oversee the response to an expected surge in winter virus infections over the coming week. With the HSE says is likely to put the health service under the highest pressure it has ever experienced. And Damien McCallion, chief operations officer with the HSE, joins us now. Damien, explain to us what what this crisis management team what it will uh, involve.
0: Yeah, so from our perspective, Kiri, we're looking at the public health projections all the time in terms of the flu, COVID and RSV. We're seeing very high numbers, up to 1,200 in our hospitals at the moment. And projections could rise as high as close to 1,000 for flu and even close to 1,000 for COVID looking over the coming weeks. So each of our hospitals already has in place what are typically a three times a day review of of, um, patients and flow and pressures on emergency department. Uh, discharges and so on to try and manage their hospitals in conjunction with our community services and then nationally we have a national operations team that also meets daily uh, and check, does check-ins also each evening in relation to where we're at in the system. So there's a range of things already in place. The crisis management team is then taking that up a level in terms of oversight in terms of any additional supports that may be needed in the system and that will monitor I suppose where we're, where we're at building on all of the things that are already in place. So For example, we would use the National Crisis Management Team also in the case of floods or in terms of other uh, natural disasters um, and particularly for short periods of time where there's excessive pressure on on a part of our system like that. So that's the rationale. And it makes
1: sense. In in light of the numbers, I believe there's about 1,200 people in hospital currently with respiratory viruses. It makes sense. You said that they're going to have a greater oversight and I I think that sounds good. But what powers do they have? Supposing they see a glut in the system somewhere, let's just pluck as a random example, University Hospital Limerick, for example. Supposing they see that it's under pressure, what can they actually do?
0: So at so a practical level, obviously, what we look at at the moment is we're trying to increase all of the, the resource and access that we can give in all of our sites, in, in any hospital in the country and indeed in community services to avoid people having to attend EDs in the first place. What it does, it just pulls together all of the senior people to see oh, if there's anything else that can be done or supports that can be given to site. Ultimately, we need our hospitals and communities they manage this day on day, as you know, on the ground in those areas. What we've done in the centre, I suppose, from the HSE, is trying to grow the capacity that we've put in over the last 18 months in terms of beds, in terms of access to diagnostics for GPs, in terms of... Oh no, absolutely,
1: but supposing they do see a glut, do they have funding, for example, to expedite delayed discharges to get people out of the hospital? Yeah, so and free, so they, they, do they have powers is what I'm asking?
0: Yes, and so if I take it as part of our winter plan, we've already put an allocation of 100, nearly 170 million in place for a whole range of measures along the lines of those that are just starting to list, and those are available to be used. Most of those have already been allocated out to the site, so the pressure at the moment, care largely is not really about resources in the sense of funding. It's, it is a little bit about people. So while we've grown our workforce in, in recent years, you know, we, we've grown by over 5,000 this year. And there's been it's around 5,200 nurses additional and, and uh, 1,500 medical doctors in the last since 2020. So we have grown the workforce substantially. But we know we still face challenges. I know, I know. More and, more and,
1: and, and, and I I, I absolutely respect the pressure that the system is under and indeed the frontline workers but we, we see today very tragically in the papers a 16-year-old girl and I mentioned University Hospital Limerick for a reason who, who died from meningitis at 16. She was in the department, Damien. She 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 developed sepsis and died in one of our hospitals. That's a damning indictment on our, our emergency department's ability to deal with critically ill people in a timely fashion and that department has staff who have repeatedly highlighted the dangers to people attending it. Do you have confidence... In our system, that our emergency departments are able to cope.
0: So I'm not going to comment clearly, clearly on uh, that on specific a, case, case. I'm sure like our are, are with that But on, assist, on it's the it's point, do you have loss.
1: do you have do you have confidence, Damien? So,
0: so what I was going to say is, in in terms of the, we have very clear triage protocols in place in terms of our hospitals in emergency departments in terms of how the system should function. We'll be reinforcing those and we have been reinforcing them continually in terms of how they should operate. So clearly healthcare has carries a degree of risk. And when the system is under pressure, there are always risks there, but there are very clear protocols developed by our emergency medicine program that are in place throughout hospitals in the country. And it's important clearly those are followed. There's always going to be risk in our system based on when the system comes under high degrees of pressure, such as it is at the moment. And that's one the of the The staff there have said it's above
1: acceptable busy. risk, but I, I, I take your point you can't comment on an individual case. Lastly, before I let you go, in terms of messages to the public at the moment, because obviously respiratory viruses, I know we don't have any restrictions uh, in, in terms of, of infection control, public health restrictions, but what advice would you give to people out there? It seems to me every second person you meet at the moment has a dose and, and is under the weather and, and you know... What can people do to, to ease the, the burden and the stress on the system at the moment?
0: Yeah, so you've, you've used the phrase your self-care. The first place to go to is undertheweather.ie, which is a site set up specifically given guidance in relation to people who have respiratory conditions. Because as you say, a lot of people at the moment have, have all sorts of minor illnesses. And that can give you advice in terms of self-care and what needs to be happened. If someone's particularly worried, they can access their GP or pharmacist. Uh, and we have urgent care centres as well for certain types of care and clearly, if someone is in an emergency, they should attend an emergency department. The other piece that people can do is in terms of the vaccination. I know this is a message that we constantly repeat, but it is really important, if not for ourselves, for our elderly family or people who are ill. Uh, and although we've seen a really good uptick now in recent weeks over the flu it's still slow, yeah. somewhat slower in terms of the COVID vaccine. And so we would just reinforce the importance of that to people.
1: Would you, would you agree with what they're doing in the UK, which is hard and all as it may be, if you are fluey, if your kids are fluey, if, you, if you're if you if you're snotty or sore throats or any of those things, staying away from the grandparents on Christmas Day might be something to be considered at the moment?
0: Now look, the public health experts give that advice and the CMO has been out in recent days and she's given very strong advice in relation to, to that in terms of, and again, what I would say is that public health advice is crucial for people to follow you know our, our cmo is looking at that that's been tracked and monitored in terms of the high prevalence of the illness and very clear advice okay. has been given around how people should respond and i think combined with under the weather dot there's really good advice for all people right. there
1: look the very best of luck with it i know you are under pressure i know you're all under pressure and a big shout out to all our frontline workers over the christmas uh, i know they do trojan work and it's a uh, it's a hard grind being the only people working uh, when everyone else is at home with the Christmas dinner. But thank you for speaking to us this morning. That is Damien McCallie and their chief operations officer on that new HSE crisis management team to help deal with the infections we're seeing everywhere. Shane, really, aren't we? Yeah, it does seem to be everywhere uh, at the moment. News
0: Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.